Hello. Hello. We are back with another week of The Bachelor. Yay. My name is Ariel. I'm Marcia. And we are the Rosettes, and we are the only mother-daughter Bachelor podcast. As far as we know. We're really excited to be back here with week three. Yay. So also, right before we recorded it, we found out that um, Lauren and Ari had their baby. Oh, yeah. So gross about them, but also yay babies. Yay babies. <laughs> yeah, the little girl baby. Yeah, so we haven't seen the baby yet, but that's pretty exciting. Yeah. So, should we jump into the episode? Heck yeah. All right. Super well, congratulations, excited. Ari and Lauren. Yeah. A new life is always something to be celebrated, and we wish you many, many, many happy years as a family and you go, you go for it, guys. Yeah. Okay. Also, by the time we uh, post, we still haven't posted our last week's episode, so you guys are going to get a double whammy this week. Yay. So it'll probably be the first one will be up like an hour before this one. So woot woot. Sorry that it's being so late, but that just means more of us. So yeah, lucky, lucky you. you guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, so hop um, right into the episode. We want to apologize to our three fans. <laughs> All three of you, thank you. Thank you for your patience. Um, yeah, so the, the, the episode starts at the mansion. Yes. Chris Harrison shows up, says, morning, fellas. And they say, morning. Yeah. Uh, and he says, today we have a group date. Um, so He emphasizes the importance of spending time with Hannah. Oh, that's right. He's like, Last night, Hannah definitely pre-gamed, and she showed up to the date, or the rose ceremony, a little drunk, and she started crying. So y'all need to remember that she has feelings or whatever, so... He didn't say that exactly, did he? No, he didn't, but we all know that's really that what happened. Okay. <laughs> that's what happened. She had... She, she's a lightweight, and she had a drink before. But, yeah, Chris Harrison mentions that, Just and... real quick during that little morning tidbit... I noticed two things. I noticed John Paul Jones still, he still looks really peaked, like he's a little bit sick. And I'm worried about him because I love you, John Paul Jones. I think he, that's just his face. I think he has resting, <laughs> resting, resting ill I face. I look sick face, yeah. resting ill face. Yeah. <laughs> R-I-F. Riff. <laughs> and then, oh, the other thing I wanted to point out is Grant, who is growing on me. I know I, like, hated him on the first couple episodes, but he's really growing on me. But, he's Grant. so gross, though. Grant, what are you wearing? He's, like, in a robe and his... His favorite like, movie is The Big Lebowski. I know, but he's in this robe, and he looks, he's all scruffy. You're acting surprised. I know, but I'm not really surprised. I'm just here for it because he's different, that's all. <laughs> and, and if she hasn't sent him home yet, maybe he's not that bad. Okay, not super important, but Peter reads the date card, and the guys going on the group date are Mike, John Paul Jones, Jed, right? Mm -hmm. Tyler C. Um, did you say Mike already? Yeah, I did. He was the first one, obviously. Cam, Jonathan, Cam. Mateo. Did you say Kevin? Uh, I didn't say Kevin. Okay. I forget Kevin exists every time. I know. So. <laughs> Me too, unfortunately, because I sort of, I think he's all right. The date card says, let's, let's push, push our love, love to, to the, the limit. limit. And then an aside, Hannah's like, push, push. Yeah, it's kind of awkward, but I'm, like, vibing it. And she she looks cute and cash. Oh, she's, she looks gorgeous. She's got yeah. much better fashion than Becca did for Becca's season. Some of, every now and then, Becca got a real score, looked really great. But, yeah, in general, I think you're right. I think Hannah's yeah. just getting, she just, she and just this got episode this cute especially. little tiny body. Yeah, oh, my gosh. That last dress? She's we'll get tall, there. though. I, we Is looked she? up her height. Yeah, Hannah's like five eight. I think oh, wow. she, five, or she's like the same height well, as Dad. Well, she's a pageant girl. So once again, two weeks in a row, Mike is the first person to run up to her 
her mm-hmm. and hug her. And lift her in the air. I'm like, don't drop her, Mike! Don't yeah. drop her! Yeah, so basically... Mike is the best. I, I just, like, picture, and they don't show this to us, like, him, like, pushing everyone down. Or, like, he's like, listen, if you don't let me hug her, I'm much bigger than you, and I could probably take you. Well, I think his legs are, like, twice as long as, say, Jed's. Oh, uh, that's probably so true, Jed's, like, running just as hard to get to her, but Mike's like, later. Later. <laughs> later, Jed. are, like, taller than all the people there. <laughs> But he gets there first, and they're all there, and... And he almost throws her into space, but luckily she... Yeah, he does lift her up super high. I'm like, oh. But they go into this room, and... As they're walking down the hallway, they hear, like, a woman screaming. Yeah. Like, push! And um, they walk into a room, and someone pushes a fake baby out of themselves. Mm-hmm. And they're like, with the oh, help this. of a fake doctor. And they zoom in on Mike right away. So I am assuming the producers already know about Mike's story that we're going to learn later. Oh, I didn't notice that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, and Mike kind of looks like confused and surprised. But then it shows our guest stars, our guest, guest people, whatever. The guy from American Pie. Is, J- it, is J- that the guy that put his stuff in the pie? Is it the I same believe character? So, yeah. Oh, okay. have you seen that movie? Yeah. I watched it because one time I had to do it for my American cuisine class. Oh my god! I had to do a project about apple pie, and I referenced the movie. Oh my god! I said it's become an American staple in our pop in our pop culture. Oh, <laughs> Talked about. I'm it. so disappointed in us. <laughs> my professor was the only person that laughed in the class, but that's all I needed. <laughs> oh, I'm but... so disappointed in the future of men. But anyways, anyways. <laughs> Jason Biggs is his name, and the woman was his wife. Did you know that they're? I didn't know that they were married. And her name's Jenny Molin. I don't really know much about them besides apparently they're both actors american pie thing yeah yeah so they are talking about like families and stuff Mm -hmm. and hannah says she really wants a family yeah and so these guys need to experience all the kind of pain that women must experience if they want to have a family yeah and so the first part of the date is they go into this like classroom type setting and the guest people are like we're going to test you on the female anatomy. And you're like, you know oh, jeez. <laughs> you know what I would love? An unedited, complete, like, video of this entire date. Yeah, to see what people knew. Because the tidbits are so hilarious and so yeah. fascinating. I would love to see the, like, like however long the date was. Three, four hours? I'll watch the whole darn thing. <laughs> This date was really good. It was one um, of the best. The first question they ask is like, oh, what? The men are throwing out like ideas about what childbirth is like and so forth. Oh, and I don't want to forget <laughs> Tyler C.'s comment. I, I'm really warming up to Tyler C. Oh, I actually not really sure. like him. I'm not sure he's, about Tyler C. I'm pretty sure he's being like This on purpose? Funny. Yeah, I think he's being, this is just his sense Gosh, of humor. I hope so. I think. Because he also had the funny, like, dancing bit in his opening yeah, yeah. package. Yeah, I hope so. So I think this is just a sense of humor. But he says, he looks at the camera, I don't know much about, like, childbirth and stuff. All I know <laughs> is that the woman's belly gets bigger and bigger, and she gets hungrier and hungrier. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? And he says it in a super broy voice, <laughs> yeah, too. Bro-y voice. <laughs> and then when they first show him with the baby doll, he's holding it like a football. <laughs> Then they're in the class. The first question. Oh, what? Yeah. What was the first question? Was it the organ it was, one? Yeah. Yeah. Like what? What I organ what, grows in a woman when she's pregnant or something like that? Yeah, and then comes out or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was kind of a vague question, so I don't blame the guys who didn't get it right. Yeah. So you know the the answer is placenta. So for all of you that don't know that haven't had babies, when you get pregnant, you actually grow a whole new organ. 
called a placenta so that your child can be nourished by it. And then when the baby comes out, the placenta comes out. Yeah, and some people then eat the placenta. But not normal people. (laughs) (laughs) But some of the other answers were like ovary and uterus. Yeah. But I wonder if that one wasn't just worded. I mean, If they asked a question and then showed that. Yeah, I mean, that may have, it was you know, an answer to a different like, question. what what organ grows? They might think, like, the uterus is going to grow because it has to hold the baby, right? So, I mean, major, major points to Jed, but let's not shade the other guys, too bad. Oh, yeah, I wasn't. No, I know, but, yeah, so. Um, and then they... But when you were born, we had a baby... <sighs> the side. We had a, we had a, a like, a pool thing. Like uh-huh. a, not a fantasy league, but like all these, like how much would you weigh, blah, 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 boy like, or girl. Like Lauren was having to Yeah, know. exactly. Except I know how many ounces are in a pound. But questions on the on the pool, the baby pool for you, was how much did the placenta weigh? Did you get it right? I don't remember who got it right. I just remember that was a question. How much did the placenta And like weigh? we had to ask the doctors to weigh it because it was part of the pool. And they're like, what? Oh, this is new. We've never done this before. Okay, hang on. Somebody bring the scale over. I don't remember how much it weighed. I just remember that was part of the pool. That's so funny. (laughs) Anyways. It was probably six pounds, 18 ounces. (laughs) Really heavy placenta. (laughs) To be seven pounds and two ounces. (laughs) Anyways. um, Anywho. So, yeah, so how long is the gestation period for a human child? (laughs) Most people got it right. Nine months. (laughs) Yeah, nine months. But then I think it was John Paul Jones. No, it was Cam. Oh, it was Cam. Oh, what a freaking I mean, John Paul Jones might have got it wrong, but they didn't show him. They just showed Cam. Cam. Cam I think he said two weeks. Two weeks. (laughs) What a freaking idiot. Next next part of the date is they have to learn how to, like, take care of, like, a fake baby. No, no, the next part was the pregnancy bellies. Oh, wait, yeah. So they have to put the little, like, pregnancy suits on. So all the guys are walking around with boobs and a belly, right? And then I think Jed was, like, holding his belly like like, uh, Meghan Markle was doing her whole pregnancy. (laughs) Yeah, like he was holding it the same way. This is how they, this is how Meghan Markle does it. It must be classy. And um, somebody made the comment that, Oh, I didn't. I didn't realize that it would like pull you forward. That it was hard on was, your lower back. I, I think, think it was Jed, Jed that said yeah, that. I think it yeah. was too. I, I had no idea that it was. It would be like pulling me down. Pulling yeah. me down. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's correct. Yeah. That's what happens. <laughs> and um, then so, is the part where they have to learn how to take care of a fake baby. So when I was pregnant the first time, what I was surprised about was I. Okay, this may sound stupid, but I didn't realize how hard it would feel. I, like, I like abs? Yeah, like, I mean, it's like a solid, like a, like there's a big rock in your stomach, that's right? That's really scary. Yeah, and that's, I didn't realize it would be like that. I thought it would be sort of fleshy and mushy, but it's not. It's really hard and really heavy. And that's... That's scary. It's not, I, why is it scary? Because I feel like when it's not, like, soft, like, when it's hard or something, I feel like I'd be, like, maybe I'm just being paranoid, but I feel like I'd, like, puncture it and, like... No, it's not like a balloon. Like, <laughs> No, no, it's not like that. I mean, they're still in fluid and stuff. It's just, for me, it was, like, it. I didn't realize it would be so solid and, like, I didn't realize it would feel so separate from me, you know, mm-hmm. which is really cool because you're two people walking around, you know, when they, by the time you're got a belly... There was a person in there messing around, you know, moving yeah. around. So. 
Oh, they get the fake babies, right? And, and they get to choose their babies. Did you notice what John Paul Jones did with his baby? <laughs> yeah, he held it out in front of him by his feet. It peed on him. He's yeah. like, oh no, oh no. And he like held it out in front of him. And he's like, what? Oh. Just really bad. And then they all were like changing their diapers and just taking care of it. I wrote down, whoa, um, don't give babies to John Paul Jones yet. Oh, and so then they do the simulation of the breastfeeding, right? Yeah, which is just clothespins on your nipple. Is they, that pretty accurate? Um, it's worse than that. Oof. Okay, so they put clothespins on the guy's nipples, and they're like, ooh. So it's more like, more what it's like, and this is only like during the first three or four weeks after giving birth, because your nipples toughen up and it doesn't hurt forever. But for mm-hmm. like three or four weeks, it hurts. Like excruciating pain. It feels more like if you took the the clothespin and you put it on your nipple and closed it and then opened it and closed it really hard and opened it and closed it really hard over and over again. <laughs> or if you took like a really sharp object and like kept pushing it on your nipples. I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> it's okay. It's all worth it. It's all worth it. But... I'm here now and I'm no, not no. bothering your boobs anymore. Seriously, it's only like three or four weeks. But yeah, it's rough okay, though. Okay, but then why did that lady in Game of Thrones be cool with it for so many years? Because after three or four weeks, your boobs are are used to it. And it's just like, you know, it's just part of, you just hook them on there and they go. Oh it's just a little, it's just like a month or so that it really, really, really is awful. So gross. And <laughs> it's just because your boobs are, you know, they're callousing. I don't know what they do. They just get used gross. to it. I know it's gross. It's not. <laughs> they just like, get used to it. I'm just picturing like musicians with their fingers. Like <laughs> It's not that bad. <laughs> on your boobs another thing you don't realize before you have a baby is like you think they're just gonna you're gonna hook them on they're gonna be like but they suck like the life out of yeah they're like (laughs) their little suction is like crazy and it one you're simultaneous like oh my god this hurts and like oh i'm so proud of you (laughs) you're doing such a good job (laughs) yeah it's like the weirdest experience. It's so funny. I don't care what you do to these guys on The Bachelorette. They just, I mean, it's its commendable that they're playing along and, and trying their best. But you just can't know unless you experience it. Yeah. And neither can Hannah, by the way. They should have made Hannah do all this crap. I mean, they weren't going to make Hannah put clothespins on her nipples. Well, obviously not. <laughs> behind anyway. the scenes, she should have done the next thing, which was yeah. the Which is the labor simulator. Labor simulator. Which is pretty crazy, and you could tell that the lady that was, like, running the simulation was just loving her job. Uh, she was like, this is the best job ever. She's like, you guys ready? <laughs> on, the one hand, on the one hand, I'm all about female empowerment and so forth, but do we have to torture men to get there? I mean, uh, is that okay? I mean, <laughs> depends, like... I mean, what they, to, I mean, honestly, what they. If they want to understand what labor is like, then this is a good right. way to go. I thought it was a really cool exercise. Um, and it probably feels pretty good if there's people that, like, kind of don't get it and are just, like, belittling it to be the person that runs the simulation. You know? And be like, that's nothing. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> I mean, <coughs> pardon me. I would actually like to try it to see if it really feels like labor. As, like painful as it is i would like to try it and say yes that does feel like labor or no mm-hmm. but Anyways, anyway though, back was, to the day it hurt them yeah <laughs> first um yeah i have it here kevin excruciatingly painful respect for ladies yeah he must have been the first one yeah 
And then it goes through all of them, and, and Mike does it also. And then... When Tyler C. gets the chance to do it, <laughs> he tries to look all sexy during the experience. Tyler's flexing his arm. He's like, like... puts his arm over his head. He's like, oh yeah, I look hot. And he's trying not to be in pain, so when she's holding his hand, he's like still looking in her like eyes and stuff and trying not to like move his face but from his, his model face. But his face is contorting from its beautifulness yeah, he's to like, like, he's like, help me. <laughs> and he makes this weird noise. He's like, ooh. <laughs> best date ever <laughs> yeah and there, and then he finally moves his arm and someone's like uh you're not gonna keep your arm all sexy like that yeah <laughs> and he's like well, oh sorry <laughs> hannah says it seems like tyler sees here for a photo shoot <laughs> yeah. let's see what happens and then and then jason step- biggs also comments on his pose like oh that's you're what, looking real sexy yeah that's what i said <laughs> um and then jed when jed and hannah do it together they seem to really like be like focused on each right. other. Right. He maintains contact with eye contact with her, mm-hmm. which as the woman in labor, you're supposed to do with whoever your coach is, whether it's your spouse or your mom or your mm-hmm. partner, whatever. Well, also though Tyler was keeping eye contact with yes. Hannah. Also, he was doing that too. But Jed until was he not... got zapped. <laughs> I mean, he was trying, but Jed he, really yeah. kept it through the whole time. Even yeah. when he was being zapped, he was like, "Oh boy!" But he didn't stop looking at her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Hannah even said, like, oh, it really felt like we were doing it together right. with Jed, which was really nice. And I think that's important for the, in a real-life situation, I think a lot of times, I don't think very many husbands or man partners would be willing to trade places that easily. But if they're at least willing to be there in the thick of things and maintain that eye contact and experience that, you know, horrible mm-hmm. pain... The person I love is going through that says something about their character then finally it's John Paul Jones and he's <laughs> it goes and he's like really holding on really really tight well, to Hannah's hand he's freaking out before she even puts yeah before the little <laughs> sensors are put on his belly he crosses his legs he's like cross- in pain but it's like you can't do that when you have a baby and yeah exactly <laughs> And Hannah says, <laughs> Hannah says, John Paul Jones, why are you be why are you, why are you already being like this? Because it's not even on yet. And he's like, oh, and he just is terrified. And then he like basically cries and he screams and stuff. And finally, when, when they yeah, when they turn it on, he like screams. He's like, oh. And he's, then he squeezes her hand so hard. Yeah, and she's like, she screams. Ow. <laughs> And then when he finally lets go, they zoom in on her hand, and it's super, super red. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this poor girl. I didn't notice that. That's funny. Yeah. And then, she was like, ah, along with him. And then uh, he gets up, and he's like, man, you guys uh, weren't kidding with that. <laughs> <laughs> I love John <Jumbo. laughs> he's like, that really did hurt quite a bit. <laughs> and then they go to the, and then it goes to the nighttime part of the day. day. Which was in a was this the one that was in a cool building, or was it the second nighttime date that was in a cool building? Um, I think it was the second nighttime. Well, no, the first nighttime date was where they had the courtyard where Jed took her out. So maybe they were both cool. Yeah, I don't remember it was called Vertigo. I wrote in my notes. So whatever. So they um, are all together, and she looks really cool and slick and casual. Was that where she had her little romper? No, this is where she had her leather little skirt black, with the turtleneck. Skirt. Yeah, okay, and her, like, low ponytail. Yes, the ponytail looked, was beautiful. It yeah. looked very sleek. She was she on looked, point this time. I said that I thought she looked like she was going to, like, go interview for, like, a job as the assistant to the 
uh, editor in chief of Cosmopolitan. Oh, all right, all right. That's like that's the outfit you'd wear. No, she's <laughs> totally on point. This whole. But also, Mike's wearing these awful red pants. Like, oh, I wearing... noticed that. Did you I notice like, red pants? I didn't like his red pants. Those oh, are the type of pants oh. that like a girl wears when she's on her period. Oh, to make people not know she's on her period. That he was wearing them, so obviously he's not on his I'm period. making a face right now. You can't see. <laughs> okay. Well, he had a little vest on too, right? Okay. Oh, he's still super handsome. I thought he looked okay. I okay. didn't think the pants but like took away from him at all. Given that I, I was re- just like, ah, eh, maybe better next time. I mean, I can't remember much of what people were wearing, but given the fact that I remember what he was wearing, that at least it stood out. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, Tyler C was wearing uh, oh, a pink, pinkish, salmony colored, salmony colored jacket that we'll get back to suit coat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, and then Cam. Okay, sorry, we're talking about outfits now. But Cam was wearing an oh, awful my God. thing. He was, was wearing that like the a hoodie suit thing? jacket. Oh. Yeah, but with a hoodie under it, yeah. and it's like, and he had a pocket square. Yeah, and like, he had loud socks. So he was all was over the place. All, it was all just awful. I was like, I can't, I don't like him anyways, but I cannot look at him. I'm, I'm, and, I'm conflicted about Cam just a little bit. We'll talk about that later. And Jed. Yeah, the outfit was no good. But Jed uh, is like, Hannah, can I steal you? And she's like, yeah. Oh, and, and at this point, the camera zooms in on, on chicken, nuggets. chicken nuggets. Yeah. yeah. And Jed goes, oh, do you want some? And she's like, oh, no, I'm good. And then he pockets some. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Continuing the chicken nugget theme from last. But week. they go up to this little, like, balcony kind of thing. Yeah. And they're talking. It, to- it overlooks the the freeway in Los Angeles and the skyline. He looks at the skyline of Los Angeles and says, this is the biggest city I've ever seen. And she's like, oh, really? What about Nashville? Right? Mm-hmm. And they talk about that, apparently. And then she says, I've never been there, but it, like, I want to move there. And then live there. he like, gets this look on his face, and he's like, well, maybe we can arrange that. <laughs> maybe we can make that happen. Yeah. And then um, he says, I believe in like making wishes and stuff. So he says it's feeling more and more real for him. And then, yeah, he wants to make a wish. And he's like, and I want you to make a wish, but you can't tell me what it is or it won't come true. And then he oh, pulls out. More oh. importantly... He says, I'll tell you what my wish is on our first one-on-one date. Oh, that's right. He does say he that. He's so clever. <laughs> he does. And so he's like, pulls the chicken nuggets out of his pocket. And he's like, I want you to throw this chicken nugget off the roof and make a wish. <laughs> it was one of my favorite things ever. Like, what? And I laughed at it, but realistically, if I was The Bachelorette, I'd be like, oh my god, this is freaking hilarious. Yes. <laughs> if you were just a regular schmo with a regular guy, and a guy wanted to make a wish with a chicken nugget, wouldn't you think that was, like, the most disarming, like, fun thing? I yeah, mean, I think they're just like, this is really weird, but very endearing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so, then they do it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I really hope this chicken nugget hits someone. I'm like, <laughs> hope it hits someone in the head. Well... I just hoped, I hoped, oh my gosh, he's doing it too. That was my first thought. Oh, they're both doing it. He's doing it too. And then I thought, oh, please, when they have their first one-on-one, which I know they will, please don't ignore this and not pay us Follow back. Follow up, yeah. Because right? we need to know what it was. Yeah. I was also hoping that, like, maybe the person who would, it would be like one of those, like, Sour Patch Kid commercials where at first it's sour, then it's sweet. Um, where it was like, it would hit, like, a homeless man in the head. And he'd be like, what the heck? And then he'd be like, oh, chicken nugget. <laughs> oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> You're weird. Okay. I thought it was pretty funny. And then she goes, it's really sweet. And they, like, are they really cute together. They make out and stuff. Yeah. And then she goes inside. And I think at this point it's Mike. In his ITM before it switches, um, Jed says, his, this is the first real step in our relationship. So I thought that was nice. I have 
Oh, then I have Cam is complaining about his time with her. Other guys look impatient. Oh, yeah. He said he's he starts talking to the other guys, and he's like, hey, so, like, I'm going to definitely talk to her a bunch tonight because all of you guys have already had dates, and I haven't. So I'm going to, like, basically, like, sneak myself in there and get more time with her than you guys. And everyone's like, there's some times where you have to just play the game where it's meant to be played. And right. then Connor... No, no, Tyler. Tyler. I get them confused. They look exactly the same well, and they no, have the same stupid voice. They don't look, yeah, they have similar voices. I don't think they <laughs> look the same, but I, I do the same thing. I think it's because their last initial is C. Yeah. Both of them are C. No, Connor S. And Tyler C. I don't yeah. know why I think they're the same. Um, But, but Tyler says. Tyler says, it's like when you coach a kid's soccer team. Like it can't be a free for all because yeah, nothing there, would get done. Yeah, there are rules to in you know to speaking with her and having time with her. Otherwise, it would be like a first grade soccer game where everybody's yeah. following the ball and tripping over each so other. So sometimes you just gotta follow the rules and play the way it's supposed to be played. <laughs> He's so weird, but it made sense. I know I can't understand. <laughs> so in the in a twenty minute period, we hear him saying, "Yeah." Her belly gets bigger and bigger, and she eats more and more. And then we hear him give this wonderful little sports analogy about first grade <laughs> soccer. It's like, what? The, what is with this guy? I cannot decide if he's like a moron or wise or in on the joke or not. It's just he's confusing, but he seems like an, I like him. You know? Yeah, I like him. And then Cam just like is like Ugh, whatever. Not as much as Jen. But and then, uh, and then Mike talks to Hannah, mm-hmm. and um, oh yeah, they have their big like chat. And <clears throat> Mike says, "Hey, like today was a lot of fun, um, but he was kind of triggered by it." Yeah, he was like, "I wanted to talk to you, and last week you told us you wanted us to be bold and vulnerable with you, and um, I just need to like be forward with something with you that." made that today made me think of and then he goes on to talk about how his um he was in a relationship before and um they had gotten pregnant and he was getting ready to like propose and they were going to have a family together they were all excited they were super excited he couldn't wait to be a dad and um then in the their second trimester mm. trimester they lost the baby yeah. which is super sad i can't even imagine how horrible that would be yeah and so um he it's the 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 narrative kind of broke down i felt like the producers didn't show us the whole thing yeah um but he said he felt like he was responsible for it but i'm not I don't know if he meant, like, responsible for the miscarriage or responsible for... I mean, they must have broken up, right? Yeah. Like maybe they they responsible for the breakup. I'm not really sure what it was about, but clearly yeah. it was something that was, you know, a terrible experience for him. Yeah, but he... Um, and it was probably something that he was going to talk about once he had a one-on-one or something. Right, right. But today, the date that they had was about childbirth right. and he couldn't help but think about it. Right. So he wanted to, like, bring it up with her and just let her know. And... Just foreshadowing. That's what makes his tragic story different than Cam's tragic story. Because yeah. Because there was a realistic opportunity for him to share that with her. Yeah. And um, Cam uh, says that we, it, like, the camera goes to Cam talking to the oh, other guys. And yeah. he's like, there, there was, like, a big thing that, like, happened that was really life-changing. And it was really, really tough and, like, um, really, really 
like I probably the most bold I could be. That okay. there's two 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 times, times okay. where he oh, tries to bring right. up some sort of like sob story, uh-huh. but this time he's. He, like, then he tells the camera, he's like, I quit my job to be here, and if that's not bold, I don't know what is. And I'm like, everyone quits their job to be on The Bachelor. Yeah, the majority of their guys either quit the job or... Or they have a job that they can take. losing the job. Yeah. Um, And so he... Keeps uh, interrupting. Yeah, he keeps interrupting, and he's like, hey... Mike and and Hannah. Yeah, he's like, hey, uh, can I, like, borrow you now? And Mike's like, I'm kind of in the middle of something important. Like, I'll come get you when we're done. And then Cam's like, cool, I'll just wait over here. And then he just waits in the, like, it makes it seem like he's waiting in the doorway. He uh-huh. might he might not really be. It was just a really bad call on Cam's part. Yeah. I don't full-on hate Cam, but that was really, really inappropriate. Really... Yeah, and then he comes in again, and he says, listen, I have something really important, like, actually important to, talk, to like, tell her. <laughs> And acting as if what he has to say is more important than what, what Mike's Mike saying, which it isn't. There's nothing sadder than they're losing your very, child. Yeah, there, there's. It's hard to imagine anything worse than that. Yeah. And so it, and Hannah was like, "I'll get you. Like, like you just, need to leave though. Just hang tight." And then Cam leaves again, and then he finally. And it's hard. For, and Mike's basically like, "Just give me a hug," like because it's hard for him to even get words in. Right. Cam keeps interrupting. Yeah, so. it's impossible for Mike to eloquently <clears throat> convey his feelings and story because Cam keeps interrupting. Yeah, and then, <coughs> excuse me, um, Cam comes back in and uh, eventually and, he gets his time. Yeah, and Mike's like, oh, whatever. And but then before handing her off to Cam, he like makes out with her in front of him. <laughs> Which is pretty good. And um, it wasn't even a full-on makeout. It was just a very kind of, like, passionate but quick kiss. Yeah. You know? Like, and then he, like, handed her off to Cam. And Cam was like, cool. And basically his, what he wanted to say was that he Quit his job. Yeah. I think he said he resigned. That sounds a little fancier than quit, right? I resigned for you. But then did they get interrupted again? Something happened. And then... Was that Mike, John? Yeah, oh. Mike went out and he was like, I got interrupted by Cam three separate occasions with probably about 30 seconds in between each time, so I'm not too thrilled. And then Jonathan was like, I don't think he told Jonathan to do anything. I think Jonathan no. was just like, oh, I'm gonna help a brother out. <laughs> and then was like, went in and interrupted, and then this was all super awkward also. Oh my gosh, it was They terrible. both were annoying during this. Jonathan comes in and he says, hey, can I like... Uh, steal Hannah for a second and then um Cam's like no Cam was like just give me two minutes just give me two minutes classic classic response in this scenario and he's like no I don't think so no like you've had your time I don't think so and Cam's like uh and then they just bicker back and forth and and Hannah's like oh my gosh both of them to the point where they were physically using their bodies to like block each other from Hannah it was it was super immature it was absurd and immature and it was like how what are you guys like 11 what are you, what are you doing grow up yeah and so but i was a little disappointed that Hannah didn't bring <laughs> that beast out and said hey guys knock it off i'm done with this yeah you know, this is stupid either but she, she does bring it up bring it out later later yeah, yeah. i mean i i feel like she should have said 
She at that point because she doesn't care about either of them, so she was kind right. of just over it. Right. At I this point, that. she doesn't like either of them. I get that, but she should have said that. She said she should have said this is immature and ridiculous. Yeah, just leave me alone. And Pam away. was like, "Well, I'm going to walk her out, and then you can take her," which is stupid since they were just going to talk there anyway. And so Pam like walks her out, and then Jonathan like takes her again, and then they sit down. And, and it was well, so awful. I'm over both of them. I actually like both of them in different for different reasons. I don't really like either of them, <clears throat> but I'm over both of them for Hannah for sure. Yeah, and then finally it comes down to giving out the group date rose, and Mike gets it, and Cam is just super like, oh, gross. Do you remember? Did he, I wrote down what he said when he accepted the group date rose? He said, Southern Belle, of course I will. Yeah. <laughs> Not 100% sure how I feel about that, but at least it was unique and yeah. sweet, you know. Yeah. Delivered. Well, he's from Texas, too, so. And he's excited that he can succeed just by being himself and being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Which is really sweet. And then uh, Connor gets the one-on-one date Right. Card. So they cut back to... They must. They must get back to the mansion. Um, yeah. Da, 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 da. And Connor's Connor's date card says um, Dustin gets the card and reads, "Let's get let's set sail on our love story." And um, I've so you remember a couple episodes ago we were talking about Connor S. and how he looks like he's twelve. Yeah, that. But we're also talking about how he reminds us of that character from Dead Poet Society. Yes, that character's name is not Rwanda or Wakanda; it's Nuanda. Nuanda? I looked it up, yeah. Okay. So from now on in my mind, Connor S. is Nuanda. Nuanda. So I wrote down, Nuanda gets the date. <laughs> and he's all stoked. Then it shows uh, what puke. It shows Luke P. And he goes, you know, I'm frankly, like, shocked that she's giving all these dates to other guys that aren't me. But it's fine, because I know in the end... I'm the only one here for her, and everyone else is not going to be able to, like, take it. Yeah. And it's, like, that's, super gross. That's, that's what I wrote down. He basically says, it's fine if she dates other people, because then she'll know that I'm the best. I don't know. He's so cocky. I really think he's got a steroid. Like, he's so easy to hate. But yeah. I know the the producers are making me see this. But still, he's doing stuff that's but just, uh, I'm, like, hard to forgive. I know that there's producer manipulation and that they edit things and some people just get bad edits. But, the but you, still, you still are saying what you're saying and you, you're... Your reactions and how you handle things are And the other still guys aren't doing that. Exactly. And that's what I'm like, yeah, everyone makes mistakes and maybe you're learning from them. But the things you're saying are still things that you, like, actually thought at one point. And you should be really and they're very least embarrassed. Yeah. If not ashamed. And so. And, you know, I, again, maybe the Roy's talking. But so, like, who, who can really know if you don't know him? But. Here's the thing. I he still about. said those things. And like, I talked in the car a little bit with Paul about this this morning. And he even listened. On the one hand, oh my gosh, Luke P, gross, puke, go home. On the other hand, would this be nearly as entertaining a season if it weren't for pukes? Yeah. So Connor got the date card. Let's sail away. And uh, he's sitting around the mansion waiting for his date to start. And his, mm. he's wearing like a t-shirt and jeans or something like that. It's like not an ideal date outfit. Each, no. But that's okay. But he thinks he's going sailing. You know, maybe that's what they told him to wear something casual. I don't oh, know. yeah. He was probably dressed up for sailing. And then... Oh, but before, even before this, weirdly, they, they like, it's like there's a commercial break and they're showing us upcoming oh, scenes. yeah. 
And then all of a sudden there's an ambulance. We're like, wait, I thought the ambulance was later. You know, when they're all in kilts or something, or I don't know, when there's an ambulance later. What's this ambulance? It's a different color. And it turns Ugh. out Hannah B., our lector, our dear lector, is being transported to the hospital in an emergency-type fashion. Yeah, and she's, like, asking questions to her doctor and stuff. And right. she's like, ugh. And, like, that's it. And then it cuts away to commercial. Yeah. And well, then... I'm like, is that a flash-forward? What's happening? And Connor's Connor waiting around for the date. And then someone comes with another date card. Oh, here, this came for you. And reads it, and basically Hannah says, oh, I'm really sorry, I have to cancel our one-on-one date today. And all the boys go, aww. It he goes, continues reading out loud. Yeah, and it, it goes, I'm, like, not feeling well, and the doctors have told me that I need to stay in bed. Can you please come to my hotel suite? And, and... all the boys go, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> so it goes from, Oh, poor Connor to, ah, oh, right on, Connor. <laughs> and, like, keep her company. Especially and, Grant. They show Grant in all yeah. moments. <laughs> Who's growing up. But also, y'all are being gross because she's sick. Yeah. Like, they're not going to do it. I know. They're, but they're broing. They're guys. Yeah. They can't help themselves. Connor. <laughs> that's, Connor. That's how I'm going to say his name because that's how he sounds. Nuwanda. Talks. Nuwanda um, goes to get to the grocery store. Yeah, he gets her flowers and he gets her the world's biggest thing of soup. It's like, a, it looks like a 20 ounce cup of soup. <laughs> it's like chicken noodle or something. Yeah. And a and, card. And a card. And he goes to Hannah's suite and there's a sticky note on the door that says, oh, the door's unlocked. Come on up. Gosh, it's a huge room. Oh, it's a super freaking nice room. Gorgeous. And they show the outside looks pretty too. And Connor gets upstairs and he's like, hey, Hannah, what's up? <laughs> And um, she says, oh, hey, Connor, like, come on, come on, babe. And, and he's keep... like, I got you this card and, like, soup and flowers. <laughs> and... <So cute. laughs> and she's like, oh, she's like, oh, my God, can I read the card? And he's like, no, 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 just read it after I, like, leave. But she insists. And she's like, I'm going to read it anyway. They talk and she's like, I'm so sorry that we canceled the date today, but I'm not feeling well. And they um, ki- when they kiss on each other, she says, don't worry, I'm not contagious. Yeah, like, I don't think that thought even crossed his mind. Right, I think no, he, he was just stoked. Well, he doesn't care if she is contagious. Yeah. He's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. They just snuggle up and she's like, I, I popped me full of fluids. Yeah, she explains that she passed out. And she just had to get, yeah, like, and and stuff. That's pretty much everything. It was, nothing else really happened. Um, Until he left. Well, actually, okay, he's laying on the bed, and, like, it zooms in on his, like, butt. And he's got kind of a lot of back area. Some people would say that he thick with two C's. Do you what? know? Do you know that phrase? Uh-uh. Saying oh, like they thick means like they ha- they're like have like a like they're curvy or they like have a, a booty. Big butt? Okay. Yeah, in a like Kim Kardashian way. Okay. Well, during let's see, blah, blah, blah. I think that's the only important stuff that happened. Well, that well before let's see, I was going to talk about the sticky notes. Next. Yes, before the sticky notes, they flash back to the mansion though. And Tyler and Garrett and Puke and Mike and Devin are cooking and they're eating breakfast. Oh, yeah. See, that's why I want to see like eight and hours of this. I want to see them trying to cook and hanging and out Grant, at the mansion. What does Grant say? Grant says something really funny. He's like eating a mouthful of something. He says, yeah, you got to be really careful with your blood pressure with that. Like, <laughs> that can really get to you. Yeah, I wrote down like Grant is giving a medical advice. Yeah. But the important thing during this scene is they're talking about Connor's date over there. And Puke says if he was in that situation, same situation Connor's in, he oh, wouldn't yeah. leave. He wouldn't leave. Like He was like, even if she asked me, I wouldn't leave because, like, she obviously would need me. And I'm like, no, if she asks you to leave, you have to respect you her wishes. God. Like, 
That's what are you, a caveman? It's the whole thing with consent. It's like, at this point, you're starting to just kind of seem like serial killery. <laughs> like, and again, like a murderer. you know, again, the, the producers are editing what, whoever's editing us for what we want, what they want us to see. But you're a caveman. You still said you know, that. If you said that in that context, you're a caveman. Come yeah, on. it's really disrespectful. Um, and at this point, he's just does not respect Hannah at all. And that continue, this trend continues throughout the course of this episode. Connor was like, yeah, so when I was 13, I remember being in Utah and we were snowboarding. And, and he said he, when he was 13, I was like, so like uh, last year. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he's like, but yeah, so we were in Utah and my mom, like, something happened. And like, she had a stroke and like, my, they were the way they had to fly her out. And then we, like, went to the hospital, and I remember, like, being in the hospital and, like, just crying. Just, I just cried. And but it was a sad story, but I couldn't was. take, I couldn't take it seriously because his voice is so stupid. Well, his voice is all around. It sounds like he hasn't, like, you know, reached puberty. His voice is all up and down all over the place. His register's crazy. Kind of like Mike's story, there's no resolution. Okay, so then what happened? Is your mom okay? I mean, I have to assume she is, or else he would have said, and my mom died, you know. Yeah. But, so she must be okay. But it was like, wait, I don't, wait, what happened to her? But maybe that was just, like, him being like, but, like, I've had to take care of someone before, so I'm happy that I can be here. And he did say his mom and dad have been together 37 years through sickness and in health, so he kind of brings it back to their situation that, you know, I'll take care of you when you're sick. And And he's leaving, she's like, I'm really sorry, but I have to go back to sleep, but thank you for coming to visit me. And he doesn't get a rose, but when he's leaving... When he's, he's got, like, a post-it pad. Yeah, he writes a bunch of things that he loves about her on sticky notes and then sticks them all over her room. I didn't even notice it until we went, until they got back to the mansion. Mm-hmm. And someone, I think it was Luke, was like, you don't have a rose. Did yeah. she give you a rose? I'm sure it must have been. And, and um, Connor's like, no, she didn't give it to me, but, like, I just gotta have faith and, like, trust in her. Because, like, this is her show. Like, it's her thing. Like, this right. is about her. So, I, right. I, I trust her. It was puke because he went on to say, you know, Connor's a great guy. And he'll marry somebody great. But he's not going to marry Hannah. Yeah. Which is just gross. And like, he's just such a... Sorry, he's a yeah. dick. Sorry. And, um... So, he, write, he writes all the notes. The sticky notes. He sticks them around the room. Like I said, I already said that. Yes, and then yes, um, bring Hannah, back, bring back. Hannah wakes up and she finds a letter that Connor wrote. And his handwriting's not very good. His yeah. handwriting's pretty I, bad. I paused it so I could read the note, not knowing she was going to read the whole thing for me. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, right, writing it down, looking at it, you know. <laughs> and she it goes around and looks at all the all the sticky notes, and she's so excited. She seems so happy, and it really was a really cute moment. Yeah, he says, you know, I, I all the things I love about you, your smile, yeah. your twinkly eyes, the, how beautiful you are without makeup. Yeah, a bunch of really, sweet, really yeah. sweet things. And she just looks so happy. She's like, oh, she that was really so touched. cute. Yeah. And then she decides to take him to the night part of the, nighttime part <laughs> of the date that they had planned. Well, they cut back to the bros, and the bros are eating pizza. They're always eating. They're always eating yeah. <laughs> and they show Connor and Luke Puke sitting on the couch. And do you remember what Luke Puke asks Connor? What were her symptoms? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Somebody asked that. I think it was her. But worsely, he asked, what was she wearing? 
Oh, uh, yeah, and Connor's like, Connor didn't know he said the completely like, wrong thing. He's like, sweatpants. He's like, sweatpants and a t-shirt. What she was wearing were, like, really nice satin pajama pants yeah. and a tank top. Yeah, and so, yeah, Connor's Connor doesn't care, it. yeah. But more grossly, puke, she's ill. Who, you know, why, why do you obsessed? care? Yeah. What she's wearing, like, that's gross. Yeah, it was super odd. You're, yeah, I mean, it's like he's trying to, like, get his kicks through Connor's experience. That's just gross. I'm sorry. Yeah. Ugh. Um, and then someone comes in and is like, hi, I'm looking for Connor. And Connor's like, right here, dude. And, uh, he was like, get ready in 15 minutes because yeah. you're going to go meet Hannah. And I'm like, 15 minutes? And then he actually well, does it. Yeah, they're dudes. They're dudes. <laughs> and they I'm like, oh my gosh, I, like, I hope that this never happens to me. I hope no one ever oh. is like, you have 15 minutes they to get ready ask, for a nice date. No sane person would ask a woman to get ready for a date in 15 minutes. Dudes can do it, though. And, and yeah, it was he, a limo driver guy. He, he's, yeah. I, I wonder why it was him and not Chris Harrison. I thought that was interesting. He was probably, they probably weren't planning on having Chris Harrison there. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe it was a And he surprise. was, like, doing press or something. Yeah. He was hanging out with Lauren Zima, because they're still in LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh... Then they go, and she meets him, and she already looks, like, gorgeous. I'm like, what? Yeah. She's yeah. got this, like, little like camisole top. <laughs> yeah. And otherwise, like, in black. She looks real sleek and pretty. Yeah. And he looks super happy. And he's like, hey, dude. And she's like, hey, I loved your notes. And she just, like, tells him how much she enjoyed today. And he's like, yeah, like, it was really nice to be able to have a date that would be what life would be like outside the mansion. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate it the, like, more realistic aspect of it. And in contrast to that, now the unrealistic stuff happens. Yeah. And she's like, will you accept this, Rose? And he's like, oh, yeah, for sure. I'm glad she came And then they go inside, and there's a really pretty, like, music song thing playing. Yeah, there's one of those live musicians, and they have to dance dance. awkwardly alone The song was really cute, though, but I was like, where have I heard this song before? And I'm pretty sure... What it was is that this artist was also performing on an episode of Dancing with the Stars that I saw taped. He's supposed to be a little bit bigger than most of the guys, people they have on The Bachelor. Yeah. So I I think... remember, I didn't write down his name, but I understand that he's, like, pretty... I went to a taping of Dancing with the Stars, and um, I think Grocery Store Joe actually danced to this song for a song about Kendall for, like, the most memorable year. I'm pretty sure it was him, and I think so. I think ABC was just recycling sense. their like their nobody artists that are like yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I, but they dance and it's really cute. And Connor comported himself very well on the date, and at the end, then it goes on to the next group date, which uh, is a photo shoot. And oh, it's, but between those two things, very, 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 very briefly. They show Hannah talking about what a difficult week it's been. I went to the hospital, and oh, I've had some hard time, and yeah. Tyler G. had to go home. Well, what you know? He had to go home, and that was it. And we have no <laughs> idea why Tyler G. had to go home. Yeah, so he's so, gone. So, so that guy's, he, the guy with the first one-on-one's gone, which is weird. Yeah, so cross him off your list. <laughs> yeah, so then it's the second group date, and they go, and they're having a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. The, the date card says a picture is worth a thousand words. And the photo shoot is just an advertisement for the Secret Life of Pets. But before <sighs> before anything, the photographer guy is like, I'm going to pair you up with our models. And the then most they start, beautiful models. Yeah. Franco in his blue suit. Was it a blue suit? His uh, blue skinny suit. I don't know. Franco, the creative designer. Yeah. <laughs> the photographer. And he... Um, he goes off and lists all these, like, names that sound like sophisticated, yes. like, lady names. Priscilla. Yeah. And, and then it shows Luke, and he says, 
oh, dude, like, if I'm going to have to be paired up with a couple of beautiful models and I got a model with them in front of Hannah, oh, I just she, hope she can take that. She's going to be so jealous. And I'm oh like, you're God. disgusting. Like, Plus, you're too stupid. They're not going to have beautiful women. Hannah wouldn't, like, go be happy with that. Yeah. Grow up. <laughs> and they go in another room and they're, the models are actually just a bunch of cute animals. Cute animals. And Grant gets the snake, so <laughs> so then it starts playing like spy music, like dun 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 dun, and then it goes and you see Demi, and she has like a little spy room, and she's like looking really closely at the cameras, and she's like, "All right, uh, uh, send me to the makeup room," <laughs> and she's like, "They brought her in again." To have her, like, snoop on the guys. Right, so they had secret cameras on the guys in the makeup. Yeah, and And she's, like... the makeup artist that was making the guys' faces up and one of the animal handlers that was introducing them to the pets were both actresses... That Demi hired. ...to hit on the guys to see if the guys would take the bait. Be loyal, yeah. Yeah. I think Grant was the first one they tested. Yeah. He's, like, oh, maybe if I ever get famous, you can be my makeup artist. And then, um... She's, like, oh, I live here, so any time you want to get together. He's like, wait. He said something like, did you just hit on me in front of me? Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. And he's, he's like, like I'm telling Hannah. I don't think Hannah would like that. Yeah. So Demi's like, oh, he passed. Yeah. Then it goes to, basically, they all, they all yeah, pass. They all but pass. Including gets, Luke, P. Mm-hmm. And Peter. And I don't it, remember if there was anybody else. It shows. There was also Baby Nick. Oh, Baby Nick also passed? All yeah. Right. Good uh, job, guys. Yeah. You're, you're all keepers. Which Demi uh, grudgingly admitted. And yeah. Hannah, Hannah came into the secret room with her and watched And watched all too. this. Yeah. But first, it shows, like, Luke and the makeup artist is like, I'm going to guess that your job has something to do with fitness. And he's like, I do CrossFit, but it's, like, not my job. It's just for fun. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay, cool. And then she's like, so how are you liking this whole experience? Like, I bet a guy like you probably is having an easy time here. Or something like that, like implying that he's like special and pseudo hitting on him. Right? Yeah, and he's like, "It's okay. Like we're stuck at the mansion all the time, which is kind of lame, and like I don't really like that." And she's like, "Oh, really? Tell me more." And then Hannah's like, kind of like, "What? He does? Yeah. He's not enjoying himself?" And then he goes. It's whatever, but she's super I can special. really, yeah, he's yeah. like, she's really special, and I can actually see something happening with her. And she's like, oh, that's nice. So he and I was like, oh, that's so cute. And I'm passed. like, it's not that cute, but okay. Believe it or not. And then they all do um, their little photo shoot. Oh, I do have a note here. Let's see. Um, uh, so they all do photos and stuff together. Everyone's getting in, like, weird costumes, and she, it was a weird photo shoot. Yeah. yeah, she, kind of a boring, this date was kind of boring, actually, for this part. Yeah. She starts taking photos with. Peter mm-hmm. and he's like I think you need to get closer <laughs> and so she's like oh this close and then she like starts making out with him right there in front of all these other guys yeah which that wasn't her finest moment yeah but it's okay and they show Luke P. Luke's like about to explode and then he's like I think you've had enough photos and then she's like Hannah or he's like Hannah I think we need like more pictures and he's like gets down and he's like Hannah stand on my back and she's like uh that was okay. weird and then he starts doing push-ups with her, like, standing on his back, and she was, like, surfing, basically, on him. Yeah. And, Which is, um, that's groovy, you know. It's, it's a cool picture, I, I but... think it's such a show-offy oh. thing. I would find... If someone said that to me, I, I wouldn't find that attractive. It was weird. The whole thing was just weird. I mean, if the photographer had said, oh, let's do this, this would be, might be fun, but the whole thing was just 
manipulated by him. It was, it was him, weird. yeah, it was him being just greedy. Then the was, photo shoot ends. There and was a she, little aside of... And then the photo shoot's done and Hannah's going to her dressing room and Luke's like, oh, I'll walk you. To change your clothes. She's like, oh no, I don't need it, it's fine. And he's like, no, I'll just walk you to the door, like I'm not going to come in. And she's like, no, really, I'm fine. Like, you don't have to come with me. Just stalk like, her, man. She, yeah, she's like, just stay. And it's like the whole thing, like, super, super inappropriate. creepy. Yeah. It's scary. It's like that, That have you seen any episodes of that TV show, You? Mm-mm. About the stalker? Mm-mm. That's what he makes me think of. He reminds me of Lonely Boy and You. I, well, I forget the, uh, Penn Badgley, is that his name? He reminds me a little bit of um, Sleeping with the Enemy, that guy in that, and... I've heard people online comparing him to American Psycho, <laughs> which I never, I've never seen. But I, people have been talking about it in the context of Luke. So we watched it last night when you weren't here. Okay, guys, Luke's—he's not a great guy, but he's not American Psycho. Let's give him a break. <laughs> But yeah, and so the whole thing was just really creepy. Then it goes to the cocktail party, and she's like, "You guys did a great job today, so let's have My a cocktail date. party." So they gather. She, I think she steals Luke. First, she right? takes puke first. She's like, yeah, can she's, I talk? Can to I speak you? to you first, puke? Well, she doesn't call him puke. I'd call him puke. <laughs> and they sit down, and like before they sit down, it shows, she's like talks to the camera, and she's like, "Luke P stole the show again, but this time in a bad way." When and they first sit down, he says something along the line of, "You know, the other guys, you know, they're okay, but they're just not going to cut it. Not you know, not when it comes." to you and she not for the last time tonight visibly rolls her eyes and she basically tells him to shut up she says you are not guaranteed to win or she's like your confidence is starting to come off as arrogance and i don't like that it's extremely unattractive and you have to respect that i have other relationships Mm -hmm. here you're not guaranteed this this isn't about you this is about me Mm. and he's like he's like He's, at one point he says, Shh, like, I need to say something. Like, let me say something about it. And she's like, let me talk. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he, she, and he doesn't want to let her talk. Like, he keeps interrupting her. She and she's did a like, great job. Basically, she was like, shut up. Like, this isn't about you. Stop acting like this is your thing. And she says, all right, so you need to respect the other guys. And I don't see you respecting them. Like, I am not going to see this with you. And, um, yeah, then that was it. Then he goes back, and he basically says, like, oh, I haven't talked to her. She just talked at me. Which is super rude. And Luke asks, so, I I wrote it somewhere in my notes, but I'll just comment on it here. Two of my favorite guys right now are Luke S. and Dylan. Dylan, <laughs> Dylan for me, is the face of reason. They, we don't, he almost does nothing, Dylan. He's just like, all, just in the background. But whenever they show his face, he's making this facial expression that I can totally relate to. It's the same face we make when we watch. Exactly. It's exactly the same face I make, and I'm like, oh, he's the face of reason. But then Luke S., this episode especially, was the voice of reason. Yeah. He said, about this time, he said, you know what? The patient and respectable and... You know, not respectable. The patient and people who are respecting Hannah guys are doing better and they're pulling ahead of Luke P. Yeah. It's more about being patient and respectful and considerate than it is being the kind of bold he is being. Yeah. Which is crossing over the line. But also, in this part, Dylan's wearing the same jacket that Tyler C. was wearing in the <laughs> in the first group date. You know? So we see the guys sharing clothes. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's adorable that they share clothes and wonderful. But don't do it the same week. <laughs> but A, don't do it the same, same week. And B, don't do it with such an outlandish, flamboyant, we can tell what you're doing jacket. <laughs> you know? Don't wear the same pink jacket 
one the second date after you just wore it on another guy. Just stop. <laughs> but Don't I do love that. that they're sharing clothes. I love that they're sharing clothes. Also, and if it was on a girl's, if if it if it was The Bachelor and the girls were sharing clothes, you'd be able to tell. Like, and people would start judging them for it. Yeah, some people would. Yeah, when the boys do it, it's kind of like, oh, go boys. It's like funny, but when girls would do it, it's like you really didn't bring your own outfits to this. You yeah, didn't bring you're a right, million outfits. But so, I love. Again, I love when the bros are being broy. It's just my favorite thing. Yeah, and um, then Hannah's talking to all the different guys, and Luke is basically waiting at the door, waiting for every guy to be done to, so he could talk to her. And everyone's like, "Dude, you already talked to her." And he's like, "No, I didn't. She talked at me. I technically haven't talked, like, spoken to her tonight, which is obnoxious." And then he's just waiting, and she keeps telling him, like, she's like, "I'll talk to you at some point, but you need to leave me alone." Later. I'll talk yeah, to she's you like, later. "I'll talk to you later. I promise." I'll talk to you later. And, um, so she's talking to all the different guys, and... Well, Peter wants to talk to her. Yeah, and Peter is waiting to talk to her, and... and he and Luke P basically have, like, a standoff. Yeah. Outside the bathroom. And Peter's like, please, dude, I haven't spoken to her yet. You've already spoken to her. And then Luke repeats the, no, I haven't. She spoke at me. He's like, oh, okay, like, please, like, I just want to spend some time with her. Like, please. Peter, and Hannah and- ends up choosing Peter to talk to instead of... In his aside, Peter mentions that he thinks Luke P. wants to sink his own ship. Yeah. Which is a pretty observant thing for... I mean, Peter, I, lo- I love Pilot Peter. He's not the most eloquent fellow, but... He- Everything he has to say has to do about some sort of ship or plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's okay. He's adorable and he's kind and good. So sometimes, I mean, I'm almost thinking he's going to win. We'll see what happens. I don't know. We'll see. Jed is... I'm Jed. Jed more. Jed's right now, a front but- runner. Tyler C. too. Oh, absolutely. So, Pilot Peter and Hannah have their little one-on-one mini-date. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> he says, um, "My like, I'm from a flying family. My dad's a pilot, and my mom was a flight attendant. Well, he says, my mom was Miss Illinois. She was a pageant queen. Oh, yeah, he says that. How, did your, how did your mom and dad meet? <laughs> and then, then he's like, well, my dad's a pilot, my mom's a flight attendant, and uh, he was walking up to the front of the ship, one t- or what, <laughs> the front of the plane one time, and... Um, my mom looks up, and all she sees is his butt, and she says, that's it. That's the guy I'm going to marry, <laughs> which is so it's funny. It's story, and, and Hannah loves it. Love at first butt. Love at first butt. She's like, oh, that's a great story. <laughs> it's just so funny. They go outside, and they make out. And she likes... It's, a, it's the first, I believe it's the first up against the wall makeup. It's the first up the against season. the wall makeup and the first straddle makeup, I think. Like, uh, standing up straddle makeup. Yeah. Like... And the whole time they cut back to Peter and his little ITM saying, I'm so happy. I can totally see her being my wife. Yeah, he's like, this I is the this. smoothest takeoff I've ever had. <laughs> and he's just always talking about planes, okay? We got it. You know how to fly. The best flight ever. He's like, he just kept saying, I'm so happy. He's super goofy, and I really Yeah. <laughs> they sit down, and they're getting ready for the group date, Rose. And she picks up the rose, and she says, Luke, can I talk to you? Oh, yeah. And she brings the rose with her to talk to him. And I think she actually feels threatened by him. And I think she kind of uses the rose as a safety blanket to make him kind of not overreact to her. Right. Oh, that's an interesting thing. I think that's why she brought it with her. And all the, well, when she takes the rose off with him, all the other guys are like, oh man, she's going to give him the rose. How can she do that? Well, what, she took the rose with her, of course she's going to give it to him. Yeah. But that's so disappointing. All the bros are talking about it. Yeah. 
And I think if she hadn't had it with her, I think he would have behaved differently. I think he also thought he was getting the yeah, rose. Yeah, and you can wa- you watch him during that scene, and he's yeah, looking at her. Yeah, completely different, but he glances he's, down. Yeah, he's looking at her about 60, 70% of the time, and the rest of the time he's looking at that rose. Yeah, rose and his behavior is completely different than it's been the rest of the episode. It's, like, it's almost like he's a dog, and she's using this to train him. You know, yeah. she realizes his animalistic tendency. Exactly. So she and brings the rose to placate him. I see, I can see that. I was wondering, yeah. I was trying to figure out why she did that. And um, I also think... I thought, you know, I thought she's not the kind of person that would torture somebody or do it to hurt him. Earlier in the episode, I forgot about this, he also was telling the other guys that he's thinking about leaving, like, mm-hmm. after tonight. Like, mm-hmm. this isn't a, like, he doesn't want to have to deal with seeing her with other dudes. I thought this but, was during the rose ceremony. I mean, I thought it was later. I don't know. No, no, because they don't have a cocktail party, so oh, it was yeah, during yeah. this. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Um... And uh, she's like, you need to, like, fix this behavior because I like you, but I don't like this. And he's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I understand. Thank you for telling me. I'm glad mm-hmm. we could just communicate I, I would feel really robbed if you didn't tell me this because I'll fix it. But, again, the whole time he's looking at her, he glances down at the rose, looking at her, glances down at the rose. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing. And then they go back and he doesn't get the rose and Pilot Pete gets the rose. Yeah. And they show Luke's face during the whole time going... And they're sitting next to each other. (laughs) And he's like, oh, thanks. And then it goes to a different part, and then Chris Harrison's like, okay, guys, we're not having a cocktail party tonight, but there is a rose ceremony tonight. So, and you're like, oh, they're going to have a pool party. They're going to have a pool party. And then they don't have a pool party. They have... A tailgate. A tailgate party. Because Hannah is into football. Have a tailgate party. And before the tailgate party, Cam says, Okay, guys, like, since there's not a cocktail party, I really need to get something off my chest with Hannah. Like, it's kind of serious and kind of important to me. So I do, I'm just going to pull her aside at the beginning of the party and just, like, break it down with her really quick. And then, that, like, then we'll get back to the party. And he's like, she might not even want me after I tell her what I have to say. Like, because there have been people in the past that just, like, are over me by the time I tell right. her Right, I've lost two other girlfriends because of this. Blah, blah, and he's blah. like, like, I would not be surprised... If I go home today, so, um, yeah, I'm just going to talk to her. Um, and the way, he, I don't think he actually used the word pity rose, but the way he phrased it. No, we did not see him use the word pity rose. He, we didn't see him use the word pity rose, but the way he phrased it was him kind of being like, I think she might send me home today, so I want to bring this up to her. That's important. This is an important thing. Because I want her to see the side of me. Right. So it was kind of implied that this was his last... It was a plan on his part, for sure. But he never used the words pity rose. And As far as we saw. And he did tell the guys, she just may send me home after I tell her this. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm... I don't hate Cam. We'll get to that. I don't, he's so annoying. I don't like him. Yeah, anyway. he did a lot of things wrong, but I don't think he's a bad guy. Like, I mean, I think Luke. Pete I think he's just annoying. I don't think he's guy. a bad guy. I think he's just annoying, which is enough for me to not want to talk about them. Why? Okay, so I wrote here. Why is he telling the bros this? Why did he do that? Why did he say it's important? You know, I thought there was going to be a cocktail party, and I was going to address this very, very important thing with her. Maybe he thought he was like getting there okay. <clears throat> Yeah, but, but oh, after so, he said so, I wanna, this? I'm going to take her aside first. If that's you know, if I'm going to take her aside first. So I hope you understand. And then Mike, <laughs> Mike says, "That's BS. Yeah. There are no rules of engagement here." Yeah, and and then Cam's like, "Well, okay, all right, fine." And after Mike's done, or after Cam's done with his speech, it goes to all the other dudes, and they all look so bored. 
Like, Tyler oh, yeah. C. has his, like, he looks like he's taking a nap. <laughs> and it was, I yeah, know, it was they're, they're all like, they're all, well, their faces were kind of like, what? What's happening? What? And Mike's called the BS part. And then Luke S., again, the voice of reason, he said something along the line of, you know, Cam has been, he's asking us to be respectful of this thing he wants to do. But he's disrespected this whole process. So what's our incentive to yeah, to go along with this? Which makes sense. Yeah, he's a smart guy. I find him interesting. I hated him at first, but I'm, I want to keep him around for a couple more weeks. Yeah, he's he is very smart, I think. Um, but anyways, then it's the tailgate party. And, and the Hannah's bros like, are growing. The bros yeah, are growing hard. They're growing. And they're throwing footballs where there's... In fact, maybe that should be the name of this episode. Footballs and Cornhole. What the heck is cornhole? That was the game they're playing where they throw the bean bag. That's what that's called? Little, that sounds yeah. so inappropriate. I know, but Ugh. but they were playing football and cornhole. Okay, but before this date starts, Hannah goes like, oh, I'm really excited for t- today. Like, it's been such a stressful week, and I've just, I'm so over it, and I just really am excited to have a fun, lighthearted, like, not serious day and with she keeps all bringing, my guys. She keeps bringing up her hospital thing, too. She's like... Oh, this has been such a stressful week, and I was in the hospital, and I just want to have a nice, lighthearted tailgate party, and I don't want to hear any tragic stories. And then he goes to Cam, and he's like, hey, Hannah, can <laughs> I steal you for a second? <laughs> and um, she's like, oh, yeah, sure. Well, he took her away right in the middle of their cornholing, footballing shenanigans, they're playing and laughing, and he says, can I talk to you? Like, oh, see, sure, and she took his hand. And again, the guys are all just standing there with their beanbags and their footballs going, what just happened? Yeah, and then they all kind of sit on the couch, and they're like, what do we do without Hannah? Like, <laughs> you need Hannah's permission. <laughs> exactly. exactly. They're like, this is no fun anymore. <laughs> this is no fun without Hannah. <laughs> I wish Hannah was here. And then it shows Hannah with Cam. This <laughs> is juvenilely hilarious. <laughs> it shows Hannah with Cam, and Cam goes, Listen, so I really wanted to share this with you. I'm an onion with lots of layers. And I wanted you to see this layer. You're an onion and you stink. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but She did not say that. <laughs> uh, she, he's like, uh, in, like, September of 2014. And I'm like, oh, my God, are we going to hear this guy's full life story? And he's like... I'm so conflicted on camp. My leg locked up and I went to the doctor and they told me I needed to get it amputated. And I'm like, oh, okay, but, like, we see both your legs, so did you get it amputated or is that just a really good prosthetic? Yeah. And he's like, and then my surgery of 2016, I had a puppy, a 10-month-old puppy, and I had to give my puppy up. Because I couldn't take care of it. I couldn't take care of it because I was getting another but surgery. Don't forget his surgery of 2015 when his grandmother died right before oh, his surgery. Oh, yeah. So he almost had to have his leg amputated. Then his grandmother died. And then his dog had to be rehomed. But, and it's all, I mean, I'm sure it's a, it's really sad. And thank God he's but okay. But it's inappropriate. It's an inappropriate time to be talking about it. It's desperate feeling. But... It's his story, and the producers cast him in part because of his tragic story. But it was, it was, he just delivered it so badly, and it didn't seem like he really cared about it. It and was, it she was, was very trying desperate. to care about it, but she didn't feel like she was caring about it because he didn't really. Care. And, and, and the other thing was, they kept cutting back and forth between each of his layers of his story oh, almost amputated grandma dog with comments from the guys. Yeah. So, the producers almost trivialized the story 
by cutting back and forth and playing, it wasn't goofy music, but playing lighthearted music during the whole thing. Yeah. And so you're like, I just kind of felt bad for him that his, his tragic that story. Though. Well, yeah, I mean, it was 50-50. But it just cut back and forth between Cam telling her and the guys complaining about Cam. You know, and Mike at one point says, why are we giving Cam so much effing time? I, I don't get this. Yeah. And so then it, they're like, they finish up and Hannah's like, okay, I'm ready to go back to the dudes now. And um, she's and talking she, to all the she dudes. She hugged him and she said, thank you for telling me. You know, yeah. She didn't seem particularly engaged, but she was polite. Yeah. And there is, um, <laughs> there's a part where Tyler C. is holding like a football thing or a kickboxing thing. I don't really know what it is. And he's like... Okay, I want you to run up to this and just push with oh, all your yeah. might. It's like a football thing. Yeah, and she's like, "Okay, I, I, yeah, I, I'm into this." Well, before that, and he says, Rem- "You know, I was a tight end, right?" Oh yeah, and then she grabs his butt. She's like, "Yeah, there's my tight end." He's wiggling his ass around, and she grabs his butt. And he's, "Oh, girl, take it easy," or whatever. He yeah, said. but then with <laughs> Tyler, okay, yeah, then she smashes into him, and they fall on the ground. And... Well, no, she doesn't. He pulls it away, and then she falls. Oh, I didn't <laughs> she Lucy'd him. Is Lucy the one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she lucied him for like Charlie Brown. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, or he lucied he, he lucied her. her, and that and I don't. I think I wrote it down at that point. I was I was thinking, you know, as awkward and weird as he is, and I can't figure him out. When the two of them together, they seem to fit. Yeah, they seem to they're like, the same kind of awkward. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. They're complementary awkwardness. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that happened, which was kind of cute, and she's just kind of playing and, like, hanging out with her dude. And she grabbed his butt, so. Yeah, and then she, uh, Mike's like, hey, can we talk? And she's like, yeah, for sure. And he goes about this, I really don't want Mike to get too involved in drama, because I think that could be a bad thing for him. No, I'm not sure he should have done. This is my first time I was like, oh, Mike. The way he went about it wasn't that bad, though, because it wasn't very tattly, because he he opened up the question. needs to be careful, though. He does need to be careful, but he isn't being as bad about it as other people have been. Yeah, that's true. Because he opened it up. He was like, how was it in the mansion when, like, you were here? Like, how did you handle seeing other things go down that you weren't quite comfortable with? Right. And she was like, well, I think I was actually very lucky because Colton knew who was here for the right reasons and who was here for the wrong reasons. And he handled things very well. And I was like, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. (laughs) Colton was the freaking worst What show were you watching, Lecter? (laughs) And um, he was like, she was like, why? And he was like, it's just before. Cam announced that he was going to tell you this sob story, story. essentially, as like a last. Like, he's like, I think maybe like Pity Rose may have been thrown out there. Uh, which it wasn't, Mike. Which we didn't we see. We didn't see. That's true. We didn't see. Um, but he, he said, and Mike was also like, and like he said, he wrote us all letters, and he really did think he was going to go home today, and he wanted to talk to you um, before any of us could really spend time with you. Um, and essentially what seemed to be a last-ditch effort to get get a rose to stay. And she's like, oh, like a Hail Mary? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, that's not okay, like you need to bring up, um, and I think she kind of is relating this back to him, and she's like, you need to talk about deep, like, emotional things when you're comfortable with me, not when, yeah, not in the last adjustment. Not in an effort to stay here. Like, I I don't want you guys to be staying here just because you want to stay here and enjoy all this. I want you to stay here for me. And he's like, yeah, I know. And so I was, he's like, 
it just seemed kind of off and like a little gross to me. So I, I couldn't not tell you. Yeah. We love you, Mike, but you got to be careful with this kind of thing. I think he is being careful though. Cause that, although the, we didn't see pity Rose, it could have happened. It could have happened. And I think he, the way that he opened it up, I think, I think led to her asking him. Yeah. But I think Mike lost a week there. Mike lost a week right there. I think he may have, who knows when I'll go home. Maybe he'll go home, you know, maybe he'll make it to hometowns. Maybe he'll go home the week before. But I think he just lost a week right there. We'll mm, see. Maybe. I don't think so. I mean, I still love him. And I still want him yeah. to be our first Black Bachelor. But I think that was a mistake. Sorry. Uh, anyways. Anyways. And I, I might have done the same exact thing in his position. I just still think it was a mistake. Hannah steals Cam and she says... Uh, I heard you uh, wrote letters to all the guys and that you wanted to get a pity rose from me. And he's like, pity rose? I would not sacrifice the integrity of me for a pity rose. I wrote down the exact quote of that. Okay, I'm going to give him that. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt for that. That's still what he did, though. Maybe not intentionally. He could have been manipulated to do that, but that's still exactly what he did. And that may have been his baser, like, human instinct actions, but I think in his mind and his heart and what he'll carry forward is that belief that he wouldn't sacrifice the integrity of what he went through for a pity rope. Yeah, but that's still exactly what he did. It's still what he did. Yeah, I agree. Um, And he's like, I wouldn't do that. And she was like... So you thought, didn't think you were going home? Yeah, and you thought he was you were like, going home, right? He's like, no, no, no. And she's like, then why'd you write letters? And he was like, well, they were kind of like farewell letters. And she was like, so you did think you were going home? And he was like, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. And she was like, this is disgusting and this makes me feel gross. And, slimy and This feels slimy and schemy to me. And um, and what you did, what you told me was important, but the timing just feels slimy and schemy or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and... The party ends, and she says to all the guys, she's like, I'll see you at the rose ceremony. If you guys get a rose for me, it will not be a pity rose. It'll be because I like you. And they shed a little side of John Paul Jones saying, wow, she's really emotional right now. <laughs> and, and, you know, he doesn't say much, but whenever he talks, I listen. Then it goes to the rose ceremony, and... It's a really... It's like dusk, and it was just—it was just pretty. And she, oh, oh her, she, was she looked gorgeous. gorgeous. Didn't like her necklace, but the oh, rest of the outfit, I thought she was perfect, head to toe. Yeah, and and Mike, you, they showed Mike's face when she walked in, and he was like, oh, <laughs> oh. And then the other guys also went, oh, and they applaud or something. They, she, I think someone was like, can we tell you how pretty you are, and or something like that. Yeah, she was like, like two or three. You of can them. tell me all day. Yeah, two or three of them <laughs> said something along that ilk, and yeah, she said. Oh, absolutely, you can all day long. She did. She had this, like, it just a beautiful, beautiful color like, on her. Burgundy like, a burgundy dress. dress. Her lipstick matched it perfectly. And her hair was perfect. Her and hair was I, kind I of like neck, a retro. Yeah, sort of part on the side and very wavy, like old Hollywood. And I thought the necklace was really cool. I thought it was cool. I didn't like it with the dress, though. I think with a dress like that, you have to keep a more keep simple, simple jewelry. Area. Yeah, yeah, I can see that argument, too, but... Because it was I think very, looks, very sparkly and she, another slit dress. It was a slit dress. I thought it was, but I wasn't 100%. She was, I thought she looked better than she has all season. She looked impeccably gorgeous. Yeah, Perfect. it was a really amazing dress. First person to get a rose, I think, is Tyler. Bef- oh, but before before it starts, this is important. 
They show the guys getting ready. I always love when they show the bros oh, growing. Yeah, because Mike looks good. Yeah, so they show Cam getting his like coat on. Cam and Mike are adjusting his collar, but Mike's next to him, and Mike is in a much earlier stage of dress than Cam. <laughs> and it's so funny because you see them getting dressed together, and one of them is very, very, very a lot handsomer than the other one. When, well, Cam is all dressed, and he looks nice. But Mike's just in his underwear, and he's still getting dressed. And you're like, oh, I can't look at Cam right now. <laughs> Cam's not important. <laughs> Cam's not important right now. What's happening with Mike? Yeah. And, and then, but but more so, even me, I even look beyond Mike because I want to see what it looks like because there's all these bunk beds. I'm the bunk beds are still have the. Remember when Jordan uh, David proofed the bunk bed? Oh yeah, they, they still have the little fences. <laughs> I find all that fascinating. I would just love to see what their life is like in the mansion. And I noticed that, like, one of the bunks, somebody had draped a blanket down the bottom bunk so they'd have privacy or darkness or something. Um, so I just love yeah. that. So, sorry, I couldn't, you know, A, Mike's almost naked. And B, we're getting to see some behind-the-scenes stuff, so I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, and um, then it's the rose ceremony. First person to get a rose is Tyler, I'm pretty sure. And then everyone gets roses and stuff, and then it comes down to, uh, Luke, Luke's um, not even the last person to get a rose. Wait a second, let me see. I have Jed getting, the, what did you say? I have Jed getting the first oh, rose. Oh, maybe it was Jed then. Jed got the first rose, then Tyler C., Dustin, Dylan, Grant, Luke P., who looked nervous. I was shocked that Luke didn't get the last rose. I thought they were, that was going to be the one that they were like. Yeah, but they did milk his nervousness a little bit. Yeah. Um, after Luke P. was Garrett, who had some fun moments in this episode. Hopefully we'll see more of him. John Paul Jones, Mateo, when the hell did we see him last? I have no idea. Devin, again, same thing. And Luke S. And then the final rose went to Kevin. Yeah, so both Jonathan and... Um, What's his face? Joey Cam. and Cam. Jonathan oh, and, and Joey, Joey and Cam are the go-homers. Yeah, so the two people that were super annoying with Hannah, both Cam and Jonathan, who were super annoying with Hannah on the first group date. And she Joey. was like, y'all are super gross. You're leaving. And Joey just didn't cut the mustard, but it was nice. He, he was didn't nice cut the mustard? Is that not the right word? Is that a phrase? Yeah. Didn't cut the mustard. That means he didn't He didn't pass mustard with um, Hannah. Mustard or mustard? This is both. They're both sayings. That's probably where "cut the mustard" came from. Was the, not because it's close to mustard. I don't know. It's the dumbest. You can't cut mustard. It's a. Are you talking about the mustard plant, like the seed? Or I is have it no idea. About the... He didn't cut the mustard. I don't know. Look it up. I think it's a thing. <laughs> now you're making me doubt myself. I've never heard that before in my life. <laughs> anyway, but Joey didn't make it. But he had a very graceful. Um, He's like, departure. hope you find what you're looking for. He said, you be good to these guys. Oh, is that what he said? Which is very bro-y. I like yeah, that. <laughs> that is really bro-y. That's kind of him being like, yeah, no, I get it, but these are cool dudes. Yeah. You be good to my bros. He's like, he's like I'll I, come get you. <laughs> he's like, I How pick, you doing? I picked them over <laughs> me, too. <laughs> um, and then Jonathan, when he left, said, your husband's in this room, which is nice, but not as cool as be nice to these guys because it's kind of I didn't even hear him say that at this point I was like oh gosh it's a thing they say every season but it's nice and Cam was polite too when he left but he cried out right he got all cry and yeah he was crying I'm like you're so gross also what he was wearing was like the outfit of like it looked like he was a school student in a school student uniform at some prep school I didn't notice his outfit he was wearing like like khaki pants and like 
um, a striped blue shirt and a blue like jacket and red tie. Well, let me throw this out about Cam. Okay, so Cam cried out. Cam's he'll be first string in paradise. Oh, he, yeah, he's going to paradise. He for has sure. nothing to cry about. He's gonna have either he's gonna have an illustrious bachelor nation career, or he's gonna prove that he's a real bad guy and go home early. One mm -hmm. or the other. He's gonna chat out, or he's gonna you know Chris Randone out, or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, one or the other. So he's he's not done, and he's gonna have a lot of fun traveling and making money on Instagram and crap. So he did what he had to do to make a impression i i don't think he's a bad guy i think he made a bunch of stupid decisions i don't think he's bad i think he's freaking obnoxious yeah i, I mean, mean he's really annoying and i i think one of his biggest mistakes was not broing with the bros yeah he never from what i could tell he never made an effort to befriend the other guys he yeah. was always like abc always be cam abc abc i gotta be bold i'm gonna do my own thing i'm gonna interrupt everybody and be a dick um and that's not usually the best tactic, mm -hmm. unless she really likes you, like she likes puke. Yeah. Know? So anyway, my opinion. But that was the episode, and then the after episode scene was what's his face getting waxed. She waxed. Oh him. yeah, Garrett. Yeah. Because Garrett had a little hairless dog, pup. and so but she had she got way too much fun out of waxing poor Garrett. He was a really good sport. She was like she giddy. waxed his nipple. Yeah, she's like I oh, put it on his nipple. Yeah, <laughs> that was really loud. I could see on the thing. Yeah, Woo, I'm so. Woo, let's wax the beard. Let's wax his leg. Woo, you know, like gee whiz, you want to torture the poor guy? Yeah, it was pretty funny, but he was a really good sport. That was the episode, and we're way over time. I think our episode is longer than the actual episode. So, oh, really? I'll yeah. Well, we have opinions. Yeah, important. We also don't have to go into every single detail. So I'm gonna have to go through this. And edit it, but um, we thank you guys for listening. Uh, please rate and subscribe and review or whatever. Yeah, rate, review, and subscribe. We love the three of you. <laughs> we love all three of you, and we want there to be more than three of so you. So what we want you to do is make like fake accounts so that you can <laughs> review us fifty times each, so someone else will find us. We'd really appreciate it. Um, also, email us. At rosettespodcast at gmail.com. The three of you don't have to use your real names. You can email us. <laughs> email us we love your you. fake Instagram, <laughs> your fake, fake emails. But also follow us on Instagram with your real Instagrams and your fake Instagrams. <laughs> Doesn't matter. We just but follow us at rosettespodcast on Instagram. Just listen to us. That's all we care And about. share us with everyone. Bye. I love all three of you. I love you. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.